Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It's 105 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, Laptops, ITs, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at Digitex.ca. In this hour, you, via a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Of course, Elliot Freeman just on the show, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino. And you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland 4 text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We'll have NHL today shortly with uh, Brendan Escott, uh, the Stain Oilers history, in an interview coming up with the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Big game tonight against the Moose Jaw Warriors. Going to that game tonight and the Harlem Globetrotters tomorrow. Thank you to Kevin Radomski, by the way, for hooking me up on the uh, Globetrotters uh, deal. That's, uh, that's a good one. All right. Uh, we'll tell you some guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Uh, you can take these calls right now. We'll go to you momentarily here, Brendan. Uh, some guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown Northside, and Sherwood Park. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, at Brendan Escott. Um, all right. One of the things I want to discuss now that the decision's been made, the GM search. What are you looking for in a general manager? Does it matter if the GM has NHL uh, general manager's experience? Um, Elliot brought up some theories about organizations really moving in the sports science area. I would tend to agree with that. Uh, And we will start with, is this correct here? As we go to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, Weibo on line number one. How you doing, Weibo? You've got it, Bob. you got Weibo coming at you from the Cromdale Hotel in Edmonton. Uh, My question is related to the GM search, but more about Bob Nicholson and his role in it. Uh, Bob Nicholson was hired four years ago to do the first forensic audit, and uh, his solution was to hire Shirelli. Uh, This past summer, the roster had been gutted. We were in cap hell, and he doubled down on that decision, saying he was sticking with him and he liked Shirelli's plan. So my question is, why is Nicholson in charge of another friend that was first? Okay. Nicholson, uh, hashtag hire Weibo. I'm out. Well, uh, Weibo, I don't like your chances, but legend has it that uh, Weibo wobbles, but he doesn't fall down. Uh, and uh, John's going to go down the exact same path on the forensic audit on line number two. John, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Yourself? Not bad. Um, yeah, uh, Weibo pretty well echoed exactly what I was going to say. You know, how do you how do you trust this guy? He's already done one forensic audit. audit. But uh, I guess another thing... Can I ask too, you, John, John, can I ask absolutely. you a question? When the Edmonton Oilers went outside the organization and hired Peter Shirelli three and, uh, whatever, three and a half years ago... I was ecstatic. Okay. And yeah, when, but, when, but and, let me back up. And when I they hired I'm, Todd McClellan, were you ecstatic? Very happy, yeah. 
When they were at the awards banquet two years ago with the NHL awards, one up for executive of the year, voted by his peers, one up for general, or one up for coach of the year. It shows you how situations are fluid, right? Like it looked like things were headed in the right direction through the end of the for, 2017 season. For sure, but you know what? Listen, I was happy when they hired Shirelli because I thought, hey, you know, smart guy. He's made some mistakes. Smart people learn from their mistakes. I thought he learned from his mistakes at the end of the time in Boston. But you know what? After that very first day on the job, or at the very first draft, when we drafted McDavid, yep. I was a guy who didn't like Reinhardt from the get-go, yep. and that had me scared right off the bat. Okay. And so that kind of leads, basically, my question is, who do you want? All right, who do you who do you want? Who do you want as general well, manager? Listen, I I like Kelly McCrimmon for sure. Okay. For for a lot of things, I, and and I know that's been all over the place. But you know what? It doesn't matter who you hire, if you don't start gutting this pro, you know, your pro scouting. What you know, side are you more com- comfortable with, pro or amateur? Well, I'm more comfortable with the amateur, but we we're still not out of the woods yet with that. That's fair. You know, like like think about it. You got Dwayne Sutter, you got Mac T, you got Bob Green, you got Scott Hausen that are all upper management. And, you know, we all know Bob Green was in on the Reinhardt thing. We know that for a fact. Except you know, except the one thing, John, is when the trade was made, he was quoted after and he said point blank, I did he not see him play. He hadn't seen him play. It, so it was based on his major junior days. And okay, so let me ask you this. How, did Oilers pro scouting actually see him play? I don't. Year? I don't know. Well, isn't that a terrible thing that if you don't know, nobody in the organization has stepped up and said, "No, we scouted him that year." If you are well, making that kind of a trade, there might, there might, Shirelli might have commented on it, saying that he saw him. But and, and, and here's the thing: like Maury Gare, I believe. I, I definitely know that Stu McGregor was fired. He was already in Florida at the draft uh, when he was fired. It was on a Sunday. He and Maury Gare were, I believe, relieved of their duties the same day, and Stu did the amateur scouting, and Maury did the pro. And it made me wonder, all right, who's in charge of the pro then? Um, mm-hmm. And ultimately, that turned out to be Dwayne Sutter. Yes. Bob Green, Bob Green definitely took on some of the responsibility on the amateur side, but I thought he was in more of a director of player personnel role. Like that's the thing. Like some, like I, I don't know. I've look. I've tried to look into it and figure it out myself. And at the end of the day, Shirelli has to sign off on it. For sure. But listen to this. If you watch the replay of that draft, you know which two guys were sitting beside Shirelli when that trade got made. You tell me. Mac T and Scott Housen. So you can't, like, I would find it very hard to believe that they weren't pushing for it. You, we had Burke on yesterday, who yeah. obviously is a buddy of Shirelli's. He's going to try to spin it toward him. But he said that that was coming from internal. Right. So I, I know Shirelli I, wears it, but yeah. you know what? As far and as John, I'm concerned, okay. And, John, what I would say is I have always felt that the, the Reinhardt deal was not all on Peter. Okay, and I've had some people not in the organization, guys that would have no vested interest saying, not enough responsibility for Shirelli. And I'm, I'm sitting here, and I want to be fair to Peter and not sit here and crap all over every move because I don't think every move was necessarily, you know, like he made the Maroon trade. So here's here's an example, the Patrick Maroon trade. When they got him from Anaheim, during the 16-17 season as he was a 20-plus goal scorer, that was seen as a really good trade by Shirelli, right? Yeah. Okay, I know for a fact he went to Todd McClellan and the San Jose guys and said, should we go get Maroon out of Anaheim? You guys saw him a lot. And they said yes. Well, yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I, I guess, like, my point is, guys, some other guys that have been whispering the wrong, wrong advice need to start paying some consequences, too. And it's the same guys that, you know, the GM's getting fired, 
got the same guys still sticking around. And I, and I guess we'll have to change. And, and John, and, that's fair. And John, okay. we'll see what moves get made in relation to who gets hired. Hey, can I say one more thing really quickly about a new GM? Yep. This is outside the box, but, you know, some some of these player agents have had success when they've become GMs. Shirelli was a player agent before no, he went to Ottawa. I, I know, but not a big one. Jerry Johansson. I mean, there's a guy who scouts people, who is a negotiator. Like, I know it's just kind of outside the box, but I just thought I'd throw you, it out you, there. Like, Look, this is a conflict for me personally, because I like Jerry. I do an event for him once a year. Uh, I the one thing I'll say about Jerry, he gets good deals for his clients, and you know why I think he gets good deals for his clients? Because he's a nice guy, and he's not ever look. You never hear him say a bad word about an organization around the league. He defends organizations when things are challenged with a player, right? And and I think <laughs> I think in this era, being a good guy to deal with usually has some benefits. That's not the craziest suggestion out there, John. I don't know if he'd want the workload. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd throw it out like there. Scott, just he's outside the box. He's brought Scott Bonner in to help him out. Scott's the former GM of Vancouver, and they got some tremendous high-end clients with some really good deals moving forward. That's an interesting guy. Interesting. Thanks, John. Yeah, have a good weekend, Bob. Yep, 780-496-0063. Uh, we're going to go to Rob in Calgary. And, Rob, what's up? What do you got? Uh, John... Uh, good for you for hanging in there, buddy. Hey, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just want to ask you, Hitchcock. Uh, yeah. Is he the man? I think Ken's a coach. I think he's a coach, but is he the man? Is he the coach for them young players now, or is, what do you think? Well, he's here till the end of the year. I think it's dependent upon who the general manager is that gets hired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Rob. But I think. Yeah, I'll let you go, buddy. Yeah, thanks. 780-496-0063. Uh, we're going to go to Fred on line number four. Fred, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Listen, most organizations have to be uh, purged from the top. And Nicholson said it himself. There's something wrong with the water. So number one is the owner. We never see this guy. We never hear from him. Every good sports organization you watch television you see the owners always at the game always visible always talking to people we okay. never see this guy can i say something fred there are people he, that think one second. He's, he's he's running this thing like a, okay. a billionaire bobble okay just fred the one thing i would say just in terms of hearing from him uh there are people in ottawa that would tell you they hear too much from eugene melnick Right, oh, that, that, and that's his prerogative. He's an owner. He's part of the Governor's Association. He should be able to speak as much. Okay, and it's also the owner's prerogative to not say much. There's different perspectives. And I agree with that, but my, my, my phone call, my prerogative here is that, you know, if you're going to own a, an organization, especially a public organization, run it and be visible and, and, and support the people that are putting money in your pocket. Not hide behind the counter like a mouse. All right, Fred. Thank you for and your call. Then, thank so, you. Also, before you let me go, you gave the other guy a lot of time here. Yep. We're talking about... I coaching. got a lot of calls, Fred. Coaching. You wanted to, to jump in on coaching? Oh, first one we got to get rid of is uh, we got to move the owner outside outside the box. We got to get rid of Nicholson, Gretzky, Mac T, Scott Hausen, and all of those Calgary staff that they hired that were supposed to be really good. They got fired from Calgary, but they're supposed to be really good coaches. We've got to get rid of them. And, and the guy that was supposed to handle the defense, 
he wasn't not from... to defense the uh, the power play. We have no power play. What what is what 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 what's his job? What what's he doing? Okay. And the final thing, Fred, is no Burke. We, 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 he's we, already we, said he's not interested. Uh, by the way, Fred, there's only one coach from Calgary. That coach yeah, was Glenn. He shouldn't be here. Okay. Thank you, Fred. Have a nice day. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We're gonna go to. Where are we going to go next here? Uh, parked over here, Jim from Red Deer on line number seven. Jim, how you doing? Bob, I don't think I can beat that last one. I'm sorry. Well, I think I, – I, I, so he wants to fire the owner, but it's the owner's prerogative to say – to talk when he wants to talk and talk as much as he wants. Uh, and he, I think he fired every single person in the organization. Yeah, he did. He beat me to it. Damn it. Oh, well, that's all right. Hey, Bob, uh, I'm, I, the guy that I like and the reason I like him, is Hunter. Uh, he, he deals with young kids all the time. And I think that's something that we need and the idea of hiring another president. Yeah, I can go for that. But as far as Bob, as far as ever getting rid of the old boys club, it's never going to happen. See this, and, uh, and guys like, guys like Ellie, like, I don't think Kevin Lowe is involved in the day to day as much as people think. I don't know what kind of input Wayne Gretzky has. Uh, he is Wayne Gretzky at the end of the day. I don't know what kind of, I don't well, know, man. The, the only problem is with Tavish probably still does, but he shouldn't. I mean, the problem is if you're going to hire a GM, let him do his job uh, or, or babysit him. And in that case, you're not going to have qualified people running for this job, even though it's a, it's, it's a job apparently that everybody wants. So uh, I like the idea of, of, of what Burke said. Um, an experienced, uh, an experienced president well, with, with a, if you hire a rookie GM, you got to have an yeah. experienced president. What, what is your take on Hunter? I had him in the top four. I, I put four names out after the Oilers made it official that Peter Shirelli was relieved of his duties. I had Kelly McCrimmon, um, Bill Guerin, who's the assistant GM. Kelly yeah, McCrimmon. Ke- so Kelly. All right. Norm McIver, who Chicago has one loud assistant general manager, and then they have a quiet, subtle guy, and the quiet, subtle guy is Norm McIver. And then I had Mark Hunter. Those were the four names I put out there. So I'm not disagreeing with you on Hunter. I think he's an intriguing guy. Thanks, Jim. Um, I got to get. So, I okay, got lots right. of calls. Thanks. Yep. Uh, we are going to go to line number three, and Jay's going to throw a curveball at us. Jay, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you doing? Good. Good. Um, I think uh, again, looking outside the box, maybe somebody like. Cameron Hope with uh, the Victoria Royals. He's got. Uh, You're right. That's way outside the box. But he has worked in NHL management before because yeah. he worked for Glenn Sather for the New York Rangers. Uh, I don't know Cam well. I have several friends who are at law school at the University of Alberta when he was there. They all speak very highly of him. I would say, uh-huh. I would say he'd be a way outside the box. So I don't yeah. even know how much tra- just because he. It's been a while since he's. I don't know what role he was at. Was he the legal counsel for uh, Slats? Is that what he was when he was with New York? No, he was an, assist, uh, an assistant GM when he came before he went back to Edmonton. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's an interesting guy, Jay. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Yep. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What type of manager are you looking for? Uh, and we're starting to get some outside-the-box selections. Let's go to Jeremy on line number two. Jeremy, how you doing? Good. How are you, Bob? Good. Good. Uh, one guy I was looking at, uh, it was Yuri Lettinen. He's been with the Finnish national team for quite a while. That's that is an outs- that's another outside-the-box uh, s- selection, yes. 
It is, and well, I also think that sometimes you got to look at guys and their relationships. And uh, he played for Hitchcock, right? He played at that Dallas organization, helped yeah. coach. He did a lot of things, and you look what he's done with the Finnish national team on all levels. I think he's done a really good job over there, right? That's a, that's that's you know what? That's an intriguing candidate. And when you kind of look at it, it's, he's been there since 2014, and I, I don't know. I just think that we got to look at different guys, and I think one of the biggest things that I just want to say before I go just quickly is that. I think you got to look at these guys and their relationships with other GMs in the league. Because when we look at Shirelli, it sounds like he had a couple fractured relationships with other GMs and other organizations. And I don't think we can make that mistake again. I think we need to have a guy who can relate to a lot of different people. Well, thanks, Jeremy. Okay, Interesting thank one. Let's go to uh, four call or four quick texts. We'll go back to the calls. Uh, these texts come in. Marty from Stony Plain says, Hey, Bob, what about Kruger? Well, Kruger has been the president of Southampton, who have struggled. Uh, they've had a very good developmental system, but they don't have a lot of money compared to other teams in the EPL, so they often get their top players bought off. Uh, Isaac says, Bob, you think everything's hunky-dory in Oilers land? They've been bad far too long. Wow. Uh, when you uh, know someone says the truth, you say you have lots of callers on the line. That comes to us from Isaac. Isaac, I actually do have lots of callers on the line. Uh, this text comes in. S- uh, Sushil says, kudos to you for sitting there and listening to all the crap you have to hear. Tell me any business anywhere where you'd want to hear from the owner all the time. That's why you hire smart people to do their job. With the owners, maybe it's wise for him to come in and say something once in a while, but we don't need to hear from him every day. That's from Sushil. Timmy says, Bob, this out of Vagerville, this is why Edmonton fans are the worst. They know everything. And the, uh, and the second... Uh, Management. Uh, hey, Brendan, you're taking over the show here. I got to take a call. Okay. The second management uh, does what they want. Boom. It's wrong. The fans say, I've been saying the opposite the whole time. We'll go to break. It's 122. This is Oilers now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. 126 in Edmonton. Bob had a phone call to take, so I get called into action. Brendan Escott here with you on Oilers Now. We'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. It's more than just sportswear. Of course, the All-Star festivities begin tonight in San Jose with the skills competition. You can catch that on television tonight, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. And uh, interesting thing here, Preds D-man P.K. Subban is hosting a TV special after the skills competition. He told the Associated Press, quote, it allows me to have a platform to be able to talk about things that I care about. It's not all about me with the guests that we have coming on and I guess some of the uh, promo that we can give certain players and athletes and people that I'm involved with. I think it's a benefit not only for me, but for everyone involved. The only thing I can say about that is P.K. Subban is wildly entertaining, so that might be worth tuning into. Uh, East Coast Hockey League news that broke yesterday. Former NHLer Ryan Klo has stepped down as the coach of the newly founded Newfoundland Growlers. Uh, he cited some medical reasons for that. The Growlers are the Leafs East Coast League affiliate close just 36 years old, so we wish him all the best. Bakersfield Condors begin a pair of road games against the Tucson Roadrunners tonight. The rematch goes down tomorrow afternoon and uh, they've got their All-Star festivities coming up on Sunday and Monday. Joseph Gambardella will represent the Condors at the All-Star Classic there. Former Oil King Curtis Lazar will represent the Stockton Heat. Central Division leading Edmonton Oil Kings host Moose Jaw tonight at 7pm 
Birmingham. Prince George on Sunday afternoon. Tonight's game at Rogers Place is the Pink the Rink Night in support of the breast cancer movement, of course. Finally, the uh, number two ranked U of A Golden Bears take a seven-game win streak into Regina. That starts tonight, uh, kicks off back-to-back games against the last place University of Regina Cougars. All right, uh, I got to issue some apologies to those we have been uh, having a hold for quite some time. It doesn't look like we're going to get to you. We've got a conversation with Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer coming up after the break, but not before a global news weather traffic update with Morgan Black. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.